are listening to the Climate Alarm Clock podcast, Ireland's weekly climate news podcast. This is part two of our episode this week. Still to come, we have our Book of Leaves collaboration. We have a new culture feature with Kaylee Crossan. But now we're going to be looking more at the IPCC report. So when we covered it in our special a couple of weeks ago, we said there's so much info in the IPCC report that every week we're going to look at a little bit. I'm delighted to still be joined by Anna Pringle and Kira Daly here. And actually, our IPCC feature this week is related to Etienne Stott's demand to stop all new oil exploration. So we're asking, what does the IPCC report say about how much oil, gas and coal we can still burn? And the stats and figures in there are pretty incredible because actually what it says is that there's a huge risk of stranded assets, and we'll go into that more in a minute, but basically that in-ground fossil fuel resources, already existing assets, already known reserves, of those, 30% of oil, 50% of gas, and 80% of coal reserves remain unburnable if warming is to be limited to 2 degrees Celsius. I feel like I'm back in... Well, I was going to say, I feel like I'm back in science, but I never did it. But I feel like I'm starting (laughs) science class. What does any of that mean, Dara? So basically what it's saying is there is no room to explore for any new coal, oil or gas. What it's saying is that the reserves we already have, so the fossil fuel that is already in the ground that fossil fuel companies have claimed ownership of and that they be in their financial projections and this kind of stuff 30% of that oil 50% of that gas and 80% of that coal has to stay in the ground can't be burnt if we're to keep warming to below two degrees if we're to keep it to below 1.5 degrees that means even more of it has to stay in the ground okay so basically they've got all of this fuel that they are ready to extract and sell to us and basically they're saying they've got the wrong figures like that's that's actually not what they can use it's yeah Yeah, so 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 the ipcc is basically saying leave it in the ground that is what they're saying meanwhile though the fossil fuel industry by some estimates have plans to spend about a trillion dollars on new oil and gas by 2030 so essentially they're just not listening to this report they're disregarding ignoring overlooking yeah I i mean one line that jumps out at me one of the plain English lines actually in this report, um, it says many countries, businesses and individuals stand to lose wealth from stranded assets. So if you think about that, that means that there are a lot of countries, businesses and individuals that have a lot to fight for to maintain the status quo. And that's what they're doing right now. That's why fossil fuel companies in particular are spending so much money on, on... using their power to make sure that they protect their assets. Okay. And so this part of the report, it's not necessarily advocating that we look out and help the rich because the poor creators are going to lose a few quid. No. It's looking at we need to be aware of where they're coming from. Is that right? Well, it's just it's just looking at the maths of it. It's just looking at how much can we burn to stay within our targets. And it's saying we can't burn any of this oil, coal and gas that fossil fuel companies are projected to burn. So... If we do keep that fuel in the ground, it will have massive financial implications. But if we don't keep it in the ground, it will have disastrous climate consequences. So I think it's just something important to bring up because 
you know, we want to see this change. We need to see this change to maintain a livable planet. But there are going to be massive economic implications that we actually can't shy away from. We have to say, yeah, these are going to happen and they're necessary. And we have to ensure that vulnerable people like workers in those areas are protected. And also that wealthy people who have benefited from this do their fair share of the heavy lifting in the climate action that we need. Yeah, and, and it will, the, the transition to low carbon energy will also see investment patterns shifting and it will create new economic opportunities as well as threatening current wealth. So there, there are some positives in all that as well, as well as the obvious positives for like saving the planet. You might say, well, this is all about big business, so what's it got to do with me? But anytime you hear an advertisement or a point being made that represents fossil fuel companies, or that where companies are saying they're going green, you need to understand really what are they saying and really where's their money at and are they trying to protect their business the way it is currently or are they really trying to make change happen? Yeah. So I think it's just having a, a sceptical view and a, a critical view of everything you hear from, yeah. from big business around this. Yeah, definitely get in and analyse it by the sounds of it and see where what's actually happening. All right, great stuff. Anna and Kira, thanks so much for your contributions this week. Thank you, IPCC, filling me with joy as always. I'm feeling like a bit of a stranded ass myself at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll be back, back in civilization soon, Anna. I think <laughs> this is civilization, Dara. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, all right, we'll chat to you both next week. Still to come on the Climate Alarm Clock, we have our Book of Leaves collaboration and our new culture feature, but coming up next is the Irish Enviro Event Guide.